Welcome to Ken's Dried Preparing for Order Times. This podcast has been created to utilize canned food and dried food more effectively. We'll also be having segments on drying certain types of food so that you'll be able to preserve food for longer, creating preserves and canning goods. In this episode of Preparing for Harder Times, we will be discussing what you can use, the leftover liquid from your vegetable cans, and creating a stew from canned food. It's simple, but we're looking off to start off that way, and work our way to create much more creative and complex recipes. So I dearly hope that you enjoy this podcast, and enjoy cooking as well. So let's get to the first episode of this podcast. So we tried creating a stock with the canned liquids after opening one of the vegetable cans of... We had two cans and we opened one to both of them and used the vegetable liquid, the waste that most people would get rid of, to create a stock. So we put the stock liquid in there and then turns out if you use onion skins or any vegetable leftovers and boil it with that water, add some water if it's too low, it, it, it turns out very delicious actually. <laughs> it's actually quite shocking but... Later, we decided to use this stock to create a stew to use up those canned vegetables that we had taken liquid from. Or perhaps we could say reduced. <laughs> it was amazingly delicious, delicious stew, so I suggest you should give it a go and tell us what you think about it down on our blog. Enjoy the cooking and make sure to experiment with those canned goods. So, we'll have our recipe segment now. We created vegetable cooking stock with canned liquids, a stock created with vegetable leftovers, onion skins, garlic skins, and potato skins sometimes, that aren't often used, and paired with liquids from vegetable cans. You can use cuttings, just make sure to use, make that the vegetable cuttings that you use are safe to eat. All you need to do is search on the internet to find out. This will around take over two hours to create, and all you need is a cooking pot and a few canned liquid vegetables, vegetable canned liquid. It doesn't matter how much liquid you use, as long as it fills the pot, but make sure that pot is not filled to the brim. So make sure it's around three to six inches not filled at the top. And then you just need to put your vegetable cuttings in, make sure that you put the vegetable cuttings in and then the liquid, so that you don't overflow the pot. And then if there's any left of the pot that needs to be filled, just fill it until there's like a few inches below the top. We'll cook that for around two hours on medium to high heat. If you do high heat first, make sure to go down to medium to not remove some of the vitamins or nutrients inside some of the vegetables cuttings. So the stock remains very healthy and nutritious. Stock was great, but make sure if it starts to reduce too much that you add water. Talking about reducing, one great way to prepare for hard times is to start drying your fresh produce. Then you know that you won't be using for a while. Not only does that preserve it, but it can also condense the flavour. You could try freezing it after drying them, so that you have more space in the freezer. Though, I'm going to be honest, and I haven't tried that method yet. But you can also dry things. But instead of drying things, you can also freeze-dry them. I don't have a freeze-dryer, so we won't be talking about that on this podcast. But there's also vacuum packing as well, which I will eventually try on this podcast. But right now, that'll wait. Our next recipe is the chickpea and potato stew. This delicious stew has its own secret. With using canned vegetables, it takes around one hour to cook 
But if you're using homemade stock, you just add the time that you used to create the stock to the cooking time. All you need is a cooking pot and a skillet. One can of chickpeas, one can of mushrooms. You can have more cans depending on how much liquid you have. Three potatoes, two to three litres of liquid stock. One beef stock cube, one chicken stock cube. One tablespoon of parsley, two tablespoons of paprika. One to two ratio of lard to flour for the roux. Two onions. I would also say that if you have older onions, make sure to use the oldest ones first just to get rid of them so that less things go off and you reduce food waste. And three teaspoons, I mean tablespoons of oil. You can add a few more ingredients if you would like, especially some chilli to add some extra zing to the flavour of the stew. So for the instructions, you should set the heat to medium on stove for the pot with the stock inside. Add the stock cubes into the liquid and mix until they have been incorporated. Add the mushrooms, optional step, if you dried the canned mushrooms they do taste better than if you don't dry them. Add those into the pot. Turn the stove to mid-high heat, dice the onions and slicely brown them on the skillet with one tablespoon of oil and add the paprika. Mix those and once browned toss in into the pot. You can optionally remove the potato skins if you're going to use potatoes. Make sure if they're freshly farmed to clean them. I usually remove the potato skins if they have a lot of soil on them just to prevent any contamination. If they are fully cleaned you can use them by all means. Dice the potato up into small pieces then use the scale to quickly boil them. Remove the water, but you can also, if you have space in the pot, to use that water in the pot to add a bit of starchiness to the stew. But if you don't have space, you can use the water for something else and store it in a jar. And then add two tablespoons of oil to brown the potatoes slightly. Once the potatoes have been browned, simply add them to the pot. Add the chickpeas shortly after the parsley. Create the roux and stir the lard and flour on a, high, on a low heat. Add the roux in the, to the stew and stir thoroughly to make sure it doesn't chunk up and, well, you should make sure to enjoy the stew when it's finished. Wait until it's warm and not piping hot so you don't burn your tongue like I did. Burning your tongue isn't fun so I don't suggest it. <laughs> we also have another mushroom in case you want to dry any fresh mushrooms that you have to preserve for the future. and. Mushrooms do tend to taste a lot better when they have been finished dried. So I'd say keep them in the oven around 50 degrees to 25 degrees Celsius fan for around 8 hours to make sure that the mushrooms are dried thoroughly, there's no liquid left and just make sure not to cook over that time otherwise they'll be just too dry I think. I used four flat mushrooms which I got for 55 pence, which was on offer. So if you do dry food and want to save money as well, make sure to dry the food that's on offer as well. Place the flat mushrooms on the tray and put them in the oven, and then you have the dried oven later. I mean dried mushrooms. Well, that was the first episode of our podcast. I dearly hope that you enjoyed this. If there's any suggestions to what type of canned food you want to see in a recipe, please do send us a comment down on our blog, which is linked with the podcast on Spotify. I dearly hope you enjoyed, and I will see you for the next episode. Goodbye.